Welcome to the podcast of the century. Yeah! The podcast of humanity. We're the best. Give us five star ratings. If you think I was Six out of six, this podcast. Six out of six. If you didn't like my scream at the beginning, please know that I have purposely situated myself like three feet away from the microphone. For you. She did it for you. I'm many octaves louder. Octaves is not the right Decibels is more on point. Listen, we have we have music major special guest Megan here. Yo, what up? Megan, are you tired of being stuck in Alaska? Because at this point, it's been like six or eight weeks. I've forgotten what it's like to not be in Alaska. So, I don't know. Like, ignorance is bliss, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Alaska for life. <laughs> okay, great. So, We've never not lived here. So, Megan is going to be here forever. That's yeah. great. Michael has uh, the look on his face of someone who's like, listen, I was once like you. I thought I would get back to the mainland. Every time this happens, I, I just wake up and then, <laughs> and then I'm trotted out to a microphone. You mean this meaning like being awake? Every time, every time a day happens. <laughs> <laughs> listen, we can all rate. Who can but relate? Who can relate? I got all this steaming cup of coffee. <laughs> Who can relate? Michael's caffeinated. He's here with us today. We're all going to do this. We're so ready. Um, I bet you guys know immediately what film we're talking about here, not only because it says so in the title when you press play, but also Mm, mostly because of me and Harrison's perfect rendition of Higher and Higher. That was very good. I thought you were going to go with Jane Jefferson Starship. I was surprised and then delighted. Higher and Higher (laughs) is the more (laughs) encompassing song for this film. Because yes. Jane is apparently an actual song by a real band. Mm-hmm. You know? Yep. Uh, and it's true. not the character from the follow-up that sings it, surprisingly. Well, true. All true. It's all true. God's got a good soundtrack. Just like the other movie, Clueless. <laughs> God has a good soundtrack? God does. This movie God. is God. So God I didn't soundtrack. know until I did preliminary research on this film, which I've been having to do since we used to have interns, and now yeah. we just have mooching bums. Yeah. I got fired. Special guests, aka. <laughs> I'm just stuck okay, in this house. <laughs> don't, don't Google anything for us. I have to do all my own googling. I go with my gut. <laughs> we oh all live God. in we all live in a compound. Sure. Yes. In Alaska, mm-hmm. and we don't have a lot of room. And now we've got si- at least six people living with us. Just mooching. And all we do is review movies. Unpaid oh. interns, and then right. they were like, "If we're not getting paid, then we're just going to be big old bums." Big old bums. And we're like, "We're not getting paid either." I guess we're all in the same. No boat. one gets paid in this state. Fun fact: It actually mm-hmm. is a giant commune. Let's talk for a second. We barter for parsnips and such. <laughs> and wolf meat. And wolf meat. <laughs> wolf meat. I mean, with um, our podcast, the only podcast produced on, I almost said the island. The island. It's like an island. It's just attached to something. It's attached uh, to something. We're all on our own island. We don't exactly. Talk about. Yeah. Oh, my God. Wow. Sorry. You're like the official deep special Jeez. guest. I've just been writing a lot of poetry lately, man. Family, I, love, somebody... I love it. Please, please throw the deep nuggets in. Okay, the deep nuggets. nuggets. Yeah. Okay, I think well. someone in this commune needs to get a job. Tippy. <gasps> Tippy. Oh Michael's right. Job. We have a real freeloader of a turtle. Yeah, we do. She just won't even be on the podcast. Eating all our parsnips. <laughs> if we brought her over to the podcast, you know what she would say? What would she say? Yeah. She, she'd she'd say, what's a movie? <laughs> <laughs> that 
Bitch She's a turtle. <laughs> bitch knows what a movie is. Love it. She love every second. Taste. Okay. Love Don't y'all just love our banter? Yes. Don't you? <laughs> you should come. You should come live with us, everyone. Uh, In Alaska. Come be our special guest, Lady Gaga. We should have a roundtable discussion with everyone that lives here in our compound. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of them. There is. 17. At least, at least two more people. That are asleep right now beside us. Yeah. Amanda and Laura. We're going to wake them up. Mm. Carly's in the other room, too. And Carly. And Carol's here somewhere. Carol. Somewhere. Somewhere, somewhere yeah. out there. That's a different movie. Um, yeah, that's uh, not this movie. I went but somewhere over the oh. rainbow, oh. which is an octave when you go somewhere. somewhere. So that's the difference between an octave and an what? <laughs> Mind blown. Power. I can't handle this. Let's talk about this stupid, stupid film that we all adore. <laughs> yes. No one can disagree with what I just said because it is a stupid film, but it's very, very funny. Uh, it's a really good stupid film. Oh, and that so reminds funny. me. So my preliminary research told me something I did not know, which is that when this film came out, it was not received well at all. Right. Apparently, True. Robert Ebert, may he rest Roger. in peace. Roger? Roger. I would say rest oh in peace, God. but he didn't give a favorable review to this movie, will, so listen, I'm going to say like burn in hell, Robert E. <laughs> Justin Gordon-Levitt instead of Joseph Gordon-Levitt, and this is my official petition to make Joseph and Justin the same name, and Jones. Roger, yeah. Roger, and what was the other word I said? Robert? You said Robert. Robert. Those would all, Roger. please let's make those Roger. same words. Roger. Roger. That's my campaign for 2018. Now. Whoever the hell Ebert, may he rest in peace. Mm, good name. Um, did not like this film, and apparently he thought it was such a joke that he his review of it is a joke, and it's all a big joke. Wow. And, the, and who's laughing now? Who's laughing? You're in a never mind. What? Uh, <laughs> Where is he, Harrison? Underground. Anyway. Also in heaven. May he rest in peace. Mm. We're in Alaska. Uh-oh. No one can get to us. We're safe from all people that will it's want to. It's a medical fact that heaven doesn't reach over Alaska. Wow. Yeah. So Roger or Robert or Roper Ebert. Roper. Roper. Yeah. I think that's a different critic, isn't it? Ronald Weasley Ebert. Wow. Burn in hell. Moral of the story. Okay. Oh anyway. We're gonna have to move again. Remember when we didn't live in Alaska? Anyway. Um, okay. So back. To Time this. is a flat circle. He didn't like the film. And and it has a 33% on Rotten Tomatoes. What didn't he like about the film? Again, his review doesn't say anything. He, his review is a joke. His review is apparently t- sung to the tune of Hello, Mata, Hello, Father. You know that song? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. So I don't know. He didn't even really write a real review. He thought this film was so beneath him that he didn't even give this film a real bad review. Wow. What a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> May he rest in peace. Now, oh, God. So I was really surprised because this film is genuinely funny. And upon first watching it, whenever that was in my past... Today's perhaps, I je- I was just like, this is clearly, this is just a funny film. People must have loved this. Not true. But it wasn't true. People let you down. When did it come out? Two thousand one. Two thousand one. Great year. Lord of the Rings Fellowship. Okay. <laughs> That's, That's our barometer for time. <laughs> um, Apparently, we need to do Lord of the Rings episodes and have you back. The Lord yeah, of the please. Rings. Um, this movie's great. It's so funny. Mm-hmm. Should we do a synopsis? Like what? Let's, oh, sure. Let's let's tell the I viewers. I did the last synopsis, Harrison. So you have to do this. Yes. This movie is a satirization of sex comedy teen camp movies from the '80s, mm-hmm. which we all love so all much. All of us so much. All true. 
Also, the reason we love Friday the 13th. The reason we, uh, we're we suckers for anything about a summer camp. True. We've Which all is, worked in camps to some degree. We have. Someone in this room works at a camp right now. Tippy. But I won't say which camp. It's one of these up here Juno camps. Turtle camp. <laughs> Juno Association. Yeah. Juno Association. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, this is a movie where this is a story all about how camp got flipped, turned upside down. And I'd like to take a minute, mm-hmm. just sit right here, and yes. tell you how we all became queer camp, queer camp counselors. <laughs> Damn it, the rhyme's ruined. Oh, uh, this is a movie. Yes. How many times should I say that? This is a um, film. This is actually a book. This is a film. Novel. This is a... Serial. This is a, this is a podcast. This is a breakfast cereal. Um, there's a lot of good parts of this movie. <laughs> Harrison, what's the goddamn film about? The film is about a raucous... It. My favorite word. It's raucous? a raucous team of camp counselors and their director and their camp... The people that work, they all work at camp. Camp let's staff. Let's be honest. Mm. Camp staff. Yes. Everyone here is great. Mm. I just give it a six out of six. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> Wet Hot American um. Summer takes place at a camp in, where is the camp? Maine. New Jersey. Maine! It's in New Jersey. It's in Maine! It's, it's in Maine? New Jersey. I, sw- I will, who is betting me money? Who is putting Maine. money down? Okay, hold up. It's Maine. Tippy. It's Waterville, Maine. Maine. Oh, damn. Shit. Right. I gotta watch it again. They say it in one of the many television show episodes You're that right. Netflix produced. It's sorry. You know what I'm thinking of? What? It's based on one of the writers' camps that he went to when he was young, a Jewish camp oh, in, in New Jersey. In New Jersey. Yes, that's what I'm thinking of. Um, I love the like maybe two nods to how this is a Jewish camp, by the way. Oh, no, there's a ton of nods. Are there? Yeah. I only catch on to a couple of them, and my favorite one is when they do the song from Godspell mm-hmm. for Jesus Christ Superstar or whatever the hell play it is. Godspell. Yes. And at the end, there's a glowing cross. Like, yeah. Like a, <laughs> like a neon cross, and all the kids go, boo! <laughs> that shit's my favorite! That's so good. <laughs> oh, my God. Everything about this movie. So there's a bunch of camp counselors. They're all really dysfunctional. And everyone that works at the camp is dysfunctional, and they all have their own so- stories, which I think is amazing because it's like a, an ensemble cast of a lot of people who were not famous before this movie but came who out. But very successful. We're extremely and famous, famous yeah. now. I mean, with the exception of a few people. So Janine Garofalo was really famous before. David Hyde Pierce was really famous before. Molly Shannon. So then Maybe we have the older ones. The, the older, yeah. Paul Rudd, Christopher Maloney, yeah. Elizabeth Banks, everyone. Cooper in it? Yeah. yeah. Oh my God, you're right, and he's the one who doesn't return for the TV shows, right? Because then it becomes for the becomes, for uh, the TV series, but he is in the follow-up. He's in the prequel. He's not in the sequel. Oh, because right, 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 in the right. sequel television show, it's um Ben Wyatt from right. Parks and Rec. From Parks and Rec, yes, wow. correct, 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 correct. Okay, great. So let me tell you something about this film. Tell it to us. There is a show, there was a show on VH1. There were two different iterations of it. One was called I Love the 80s and one was called I Love the 90s. Mm -hmm. And they talk about this film at length. And a lot of the people who are in this film are commentators on this, like Michael Ian Black. Mm -hmm. And I remember thinking that this film that they were talking about must be this like inaccessible masterpiece. 
that like little K. I'm not joking. Little Kayla watched so much VH1 mm. when she was a little Kayla, and she was just like, "Wow, what? How American Summer? Like, I'll never get it. Right. It's too, it's too highbrow oh for God. me. It's above because you. all these people talking about it on I Love the '80s and I Love the '90s are so funny. Which is the best part about what you're saying right now is that those shows came on like in 2002, a year after this movie was released. I know, but they talk about it because it's a it's a parody of an 80s film. And let me just say that when I finally got around to watching this film, I was like, oh, it's just stupid. <laughs> Little Kayla thought that she wasn't cool enough. Can I, can I tell you how, when I first watched this movie... Michael wants to change the subject. Go ahead, Michael. No, no, I'm going to piggyback. Yeah, we're gonna Harrison apparently does. We're going to no, talk just about <laughs> politics. No, I, I, when I first watched this movie, it took me, I feel like, tariffs. 25 minutes tariffs. to, like, understand. Tariffs! I'm so sorry, Michael. Well, it, it took me a long time to, while I was watching it to realize how, like, what kind of a movie it was. Because I thought it was, like, a comedy about summer camp that was sort of genuine. And so I'm watching it, and then there's a, there's a scene where... Uh, where she asks the scientist to come work at the camp, and he's like, "I said no," and it's like really startling. Yeah, I was like, "I was like, okay, that's a little strange," but like, I think it literally took me until the scene where they go into town. They go into town <laughs> for like an hour, and they all become like heroin junkies by the end of that, and then they roll back. Into they're camp. like wheeling and dealing and like, <laughs> like robbing like people. Up old women, and then they go back to camp, and they're like, "Oh, it's always fun to get away from camp, even for an hour." And I, I'll never forget that because all of a sudden I was like, "This movie is insane. <laughs> <laughs> this movie has no rules." Like, <laughs> And uh, it's like an anarchist movie. It's so funny. It's so funny. Yeah. But it took me. It took me a while to like. I kept being like. I was like ignoring the signs. Like there's a sign. There's a part where Paul Rudd is supposed to be watching kids swimming, and he lets the one kid take the boat, and then the kid drowns, and then he throws another kid out of a moving car. Yeah, because the other kid's like, I'm gonna tell on you. And I, some, I think I was watching. I was like, is he like the villain of this movie? Like, what is? Like but also, did you not catch on like the the first or second time they show like a title card that only like minutes have passed? <laughs> right. I, mean, I, like, I, I, I think I was like, I think I was like ignoring all this stuff because I was like, I don't know. I kind of felt the movie like unraveling around me. And then when they're in, they're literally like in a den doing heroin, all crying. And then I was like, this movie's insane. <laughs> like, and then, and, and I, I love this movie. It's one of the few movies that every time I've seen it, I think it's funnier. Like every time I watch it. Yeah, and it's that's great. It seriously is a slow burn too. Like, cause what you were saying about picking up on all those moments where they like make reference to the fact that it's a Jewish camp. Like I wouldn't have known that there were so many like call outs to that. Had not, had I not revisited this film so, so many, many times and been like, Oh shit. <laughs> and I think that's like what's so great about it. And that's honestly like why I would give it, a, I am going to give it a six out of six, like not to mm. jump ahead, but because uh, I could talk about this movie for hours. But I think that every time I watch it, I'm excited by something else that I see. And I'm like, God damn, like were they just so hyper aware of all the nuances of this film? Like that in itself is just mind blowing to me, where I'm like, I can go back and be like, Right, Godspell. Okay, like the musical that everyone in theater is like at least entertaining the idea of doing. Like, and then they're putting it on in one day. <laughs> like, <laughs> this like huge undertaking is done in hours for a talent show that like they're forced into letting these people in that they don't want to let in. And then all of a sudden it's like an amazing show at the end and everyone is like, fuck this. <laughs> like, invalidates all of their efforts. But that's like the joke is that they're like, fuck Godspell. <laughs> like, <laughs> Like, fuck theater. Like, especially at a summer camp. 
I think my favorite reoccurring joke, and this is true for the film, and I shouldn't be keep bringing up the episodes, the series on. I mean, I, think, I feel like it's fine. We're not going to do an episode the, on my the favorite. Series. My favorite joke overall, like overarching, continuing joke, is the fact that like all these people are supposed to be. 16. Yes. And it's already <laughs> funny in 2001 with the film. When they're in their 30s. When they're already, yeah. And then it's even funnier where the next series they do is the prequel, which is supposed to be the beginning of camp. And they've all yeah. aged like 15 years. <laughs> At least. And then, and then the next one, which is supposed to be the reunion of 10 years later. So now they're all like, oh, 26. We're, we're 26 now. And they're all in their 40s. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I love it so much. Or 50s or 60s with, yeah. like, Molly Shannon. Yeah, that's true. It's, oh, God. It's... <laughs> and they just never acknowledge it. And and the wigs also, whoever procures the wigs for these films <laughs> yeah. is a genius, especially that shot where Joe Lou Taliglio, is that how you say his last name? The guy that's in Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Oh, yeah. He comes up on a motorcycle at one point, and he's wearing a completely different wig yeah. from, like, one shot to the next. There's absolutely no reason for it, and it's hilarious. Is that, is that the part of the movie where he's trying to uh, capture Victor Kulak? Is that what we're talking well, about? Yeah. It's the one where they're trying yeah, It's a stunt double. That's is that what you're favorite. talking about? Well, no, I think it's him wearing, like, a really stupid wig for no reason in one of the shots. But also, I love that then him and Janine Garofalo in their panic to save the children, destroy the infirmary for no reason. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was gonna say, I think my favorite part of this whole movie is is Victor Kulak trying to get laid and then him being chased by, by I can't say the guy's name either, but the guy from Brooklyn Nine-Nine yeah. on the motorcycle. That is so funny to me. I don't know, when the kids are like, bring Victor back, and he's like, okay, and just the raft keeps it's going. like, you're right. <laughs> he just jumps off the raft. Oh, and he gets stopped because there's a hay bale. Yeah, yeah. Gets, yeah. Oh my god. I that's the that's part. So I funny. think that's the part you're referencing because there, there's a scene where there is definitely a, like not an extra but a stunt double, and he's really like ripped, <laughs> and he's got this terrible wig on with a helmet strap that you can see because he's wearing a helmet underneath the wig, and then he abruptly stops the brakes, and then like it cuts back to him, and it's the actual actor. <laughs> it's just like maybe that is what I'm talking about. There's like about. no. <laughs> oh, it's so funny. It's so funny. Amazing. Um, I love that guy. He plays Victor Kulak. Kul like, what the fuck is that? Victor Kulak. Ken Marino. Guy's so funny. Oh, I my God. He's party down. It's hilarious. All these people oh, yeah. are hilarious. It's like a Someone should, should give them a show. They should get a TV show. <laughs> yeah. Perhaps a couple seasons. Is the reason you guys were talking about Wolf... Wait. There was a moment in the past six weeks when mm. we've been together here on our commie right, and bartering right. for parsnips mm -hmm. where we were going to watch Role Models. Is it because we knew that this it, Role Models Paul was Rudd. directed by the same... Oh, Role I Models was directed by the guy who directed Wet Hot American Summer. Boom. That's not why. The reason was because Paul Rudd was in Clueless all those weeks ago and now Paul Rudd's in this. Mm. Oh my God, And he's Paul an Ant-Man. He's an Ant-Man. Uh, which has literally nothing to do with anything we're talking sick. about. Have you seen Ant-Man? <laughs> Ant-Man's I haven't uh -oh. seen it. Uh -oh. I haven't seen it. I don't. I probably will never see it. Honestly, I watched it like six weeks ago on a Sunday morning, drinking like coffee with Kahlua, and I was like, "This mm. movie's the worst." And then this I played sad like piano songs for an hour. Wow, wow that is a sounds like a better <laughs> option. Megan, you have an awesome life. <laughs> I played sad piano songs. I don't remember hearing that in the compound. I must have been uh, on the roof. She, she, was, she was playing noodling. one of those quiet fixing the pianos. solar panels. I was fixing the solar. One panels. of those quiet pianos. Yeah. <laughs> you had your you had your headphones on, so I couldn't hear it. <laughs> uh, I I missed all that too because I was busy watching Clueless with Paul Rudd. Mm. Paul Rudd keeps popping up. I did not know the guy who directed this film directed Role Models, but it yeah. makes sense. I didn't either. Me. Role Models is funny. a hilarious film. Have we all seen Role Models? Yes, Latris on the Minjay. Quite good. 
plate. He says that at one point, Paul Rudd. Does he? He's on the phone and he's like, tries to say goodbye or see you later, and he says Latris on the Minje, and then he's like, wait, why did I, what did I just say? <laughs> the best line from that film, though, is you white, you Ben Affleck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. It's a great film. Oh. Uh, a terrific film. Um, Do you know, before we watched Wet Hot American Summer, I thought it was going to be like, a Dukes of Hazzard-esque film right, or like a right. like American mm-hmm. Pie, so I had really low expectations. I was like, why do you guys like this film? Because right. it's probably going to be like Dukes of Hazzard. <laughs> right. But then I saw right. it's smart. It's wild. I, and, and that's how I felt when I first watched it. I, was, I thought it was just going to be a sort of generic like camp call, like a nostalgic kind of thing. And it's just so crazy. Like, there's that one scene where they all, he's like, see you later, and they all run into a wall, and they all slam they all, into a wall. Yeah, like, they all just put their heads oh, against yeah. the wall. Like, I don't even know, like, I don't know. Why do they do that? Like, I am actually not smart enough for this movie. <laughs> like, I don't know. We're going right back I, to how I, little I, Kayla felt. She was right. It is above my head. Like, <laughs> little Kayla was right all along. Little, little Kayla was always right. Like, there's, there's stuff it. in this movie that just, like, disturbs me. Like, they're, they're Paul Rudd's on the dock, <laughs> and, and he's talking about making out with, uh, oh, God, what's her name? She's in. She's also version. a famous person. Oh, Elizabeth yeah. Banks! Yeah, Elizabeth he, Banks. And, and the other guy goes like, what about your other girlfriend? He's like, who? And then they give each other high fives, and then the other guy just walks off the dock. Like, oh, yeah, clothes. just straight yeah. in the water. <laughs> I don't even understand. It's haunting how funny this movie is. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, it's a great it's a great movie. Oh, my God. This not, is not really... Not to give away all the jokes, but you have to. You haven't seen this movie, yeah. and your life is garbage. Yeah. Um, it's oh, also damn. crazy yes. to think... Yes. There's a documentary, which... There's so many, like... It created a universe, which I love about it. But like, also, there's a documentary about the making of the movie that's on Netflix. Has anyone here seen it? I don't think I have seen it. You should definitely check it out. But it makes me like it. It makes you aware of all of these like tidbits about the film, and like it was recorded very quickly, and it was raining the majority of the time. So they had to get all the outdoor shots like very quickly. (laughs) So it just makes me. It like leads me to believe that there's even more. There's so much preparation mm-hmm. that is involved in writing and like dealing with the actors that like to do this so well <laughs> for such a short window of time like what a feat it's just it's <laughs> awesome i don't i can't say enough good things about the movie so like, here's the problem i already have with my rating go i want to rate this not a six out of six out of actual spite Perhaps against minus? all of you guys so, <laughs> what? so if we can skip what? to the ratings, Wait. and I can go first, five out of six, <gasps> just because fuck you guys. Wow, that's haunting. <laughs> that's like their Roger Ebert review. That's yeah, it is. Yeah, you're Roger oh. Ebert right now. Yeah, well, oh, they, wow. they, what a respectable guy. Thank you for the compliment. <laughs> May he rest in peace. <laughs> She's sick of being in this compound. <laughs> She's taking I'm it out saying, of the I'm movie. getting crazy. The sun hasn't gone down. I'm going nuts. I'm sick of wolf meat. Back on the mainland, me and Harrison were vegans, and now we literally eat nothing but parsnips. And And wolf meat. And normally, in my previous life, I only ate parsnips. That's what vegans eat. Hashtag what vegans eat. Mm -hmm. My previous life. Hashtag sex comedies. Hashtag (laughs) five out of six, fuck y'all. Wow. No, no, no. Explanation done. Well, I'm going to give it like a zero. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that'll show me. We can't, uh, you know what? We're allowed half scores for this episode. <laughs> the hell we are! Or zeros, because for the record, we can't do zeros either, remember? Um, why do we torture ourselves? I don't know, because we think we both want to give the Winchester zero out of six. Oh my god, it deserved it. Anyway, what, what were you going to say? 
I want to say that because so are I, you already doing your rating? Or are we back to the review? I was going to return to the review. There's this scene. So I walked out for a minute yesterday, so I didn't see the, the uh, how this resolved. Michael hates this but, film so much. He just <laughs> in the middle. No, so there's a scene where like the two guys realize McKinley's gay, mm-hmm. and they're like, "We got something for you." And they show up at the cafeteria, and they're like, "We got something for you, McKinley." After he gets married, and they have like a beautiful like thing they crafted for him. <laughs> and, and Amy Poehler's like, <laughs> like on a flute down by the water. I think it's so funny because you think again the trope is like they're gonna bully this guy. Yeah. But the movie is so genuinely awesome and amazing. I just think it was so funny. Like we got something for you, McKinley, and they made him this like handcrafted thing. No, no, they Girls. bought they bought a this end up furniture, like <laughs> yeah, a very a, expensive sofa. Yeah, <laughs> like where did they get it? <laughs> Just thinking about that now makes me realize, I'm going to give this movie a six, clearly, because it's so funny. Yes. But we don't have to go to the ratings yet. No, we don't. <laughs> Not just yet. We don't have to go to Not just yet. yet. What, what other positive things? I, <laughs> Endless like, accolades for this film. I it's, <laughs> what was it? It's it was, just, it's a hilarious film. It's so good. And, um. It's a great film. Just fuck you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I also, every time I make a plan, I think of uh, Michael Ian Black saying, like, they, they make a plan to get back together 10 years from now at 9 o'clock. And he goes, you should make it your beeswax to be there. And then he says, like, good, I'm glad we're meeting at 9 o'clock 10 years from now because I already have something at 11 and I've moved it twice. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think of that every time I make a plan ever. Any and plan I make. speaking of that joke, know, there's a great time. stinger. So when you all plan. watch this film based on our glowing recommendation, yeah, you have no choice mm-hmm. but to watch You have to watch to the end of the credits and there's a really good stinger. Yep. Yes. Zing. Why are they called stingers? I don't know. Is I thought they were called. The they end? used to be called hooks. They call that in music too. Like if you like. That's you get a stinger. Because you got stung. Yeah, it just stings you at the end. I also think like, in ter- like okay, so what you were saying about kind of flipping the expectation on its head about like the two queer characters. I also like that like in the like the the overarching plot point that like we didn't I didn't get to earlier when I tried to discuss the plot multiple times was um, that one of the characters uh, Coop who's the main character who's also one of the directors mm-hmm. um, he plays Reagan and he plays yeah and he plays the like uh, quirky guy who's introducing all of the uh, skits at the um, talent show at the end of the yeah, night too okay, yeah. he plays like that's like one of the ongoing gags is that he plays all these different characters but he um he is after the main character Katie, mm-hmm. the other one of the other main characters who is in a relationship with Paul Rudd, or sort of a relationship, I guess. And he's like <laughs> fawning over her the whole time, and then he goes through this like transformation where he becomes like a cool guy, and then all of a sudden he's like, "Now I can win you away from this asshole because like you can see I'm actually good." Like that whole trope. And then they're like, "Yeah," and then they everything at the end of the movie they're like, "We're gonna." He's like. All right, so I'll see you later. And she's like, "No, actually, like, I just want to fuck people." And yeah, like, that's, yes. That's fine, and you're gonna have to deal with it. And it's I'm like, 16, "Fuck yeah!" So that's fine <laughs> that right now. Oh yeah, that, yeah, that is funny. Uh, and he's just like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> and it's like that's the end of the movie. And it's like the resolution is so good. Like she's like, "I'm gonna do whatever I fucking want." And he's like, "Cool." Like, <laughs> yeah, because that is the overarching plot basically of the movie. And yeah, it subverts itself at the end because it's fucking genius. Yeah, yeah, it so is. good. F, it's f bomb. Genius. It's no, it's no six out of six. It's, it's just a five out of six. Janine Garofalo, camp director, best camp director. She, I would say she's a five out of six. Other than Megan. Oh, oh, I also want to point out that I was once camp director of a camp, if anyone oh. can even imagine. Juno Association. At the Juno Association, I well, was. 
You are all Janine Garofalo's. There's oh a God, the very beginning of the movie. She's sitting outside <laughs> drinking coffee while the boys are leaving the girls' cabins after making out all night, and she's like, she's like, you shouldn't be awake yet. You're all in trouble. And she drinks coffee. And she's like so disinterested. And I feel that very. <laughs> that actually, yeah. that's, that's too that's real. That's my whole philosophy of everything trouble. I do. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, get back to your bunks. You're in huge trouble. Oh, yeah. Don't let me see it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't want to think about this. It's too <laughs> early. <laughs> Yeah, oh it's, a, it's a great film. I kind of think um, different comedy, but I think this movie, I think The Big Lebowski are two movies that every time I watch them, they're funnier. Yes. And that's like pretty mm. rare. I do agree with that, yes. It's yeah. like there's just so yeah. much in it and doesn't seem overwhelming enough to ruin your initial watching, but the more you watch it, the more you're like, oh, damn. Right. It's it's so well constructed. Yes. And I feel like anyone who's listening to this who has not seen it yet just heard us like describe horribly the jokes probably oh, in this room yeah also there. we pointed out all the funniest parts right. so sorry no there's so many yeah. funny parts it's, it's impossible and again yeah it's funnier every time i watch it it's, it's like a revitalizing movie which is uh like a revitalizing face kind. mask it's like a revitalizing oh, wow, a face, face mask yeah let's talk about that now let's talk about face masks some face mask reviews i was actually mistaken about the directors they did go to Camp in Maine, and I think it was filmed in New Jersey. That's what I'm I thinking think of. I think Harrison just. Mm. I just want to go to New Jersey. He missed. That's where he is from on the mainland. He misses New Jersey back where the sun sets. Um, it's true. Back where there's not sun. It actually uh, Sleepaway Camp is one of the films that this is inspired by. Horror movies, 80s horror slash movies at camp is the best genre. Uh, Says they want to structure the film like Days to Confused. I love that movie too. That movie I also think is every yeah. time I watch it is. is better every time I see it and it was already really oh it's Days and Confused just one day where it shows you the time yeah it's just one day and it's like a hangout movie I think that's the thing uh, I feel like this is kind of a hangout movie uh, that's like my favorite kind of movie I think mm -hmm. hangout yeah. movies you know hangout movies when when all of your friends are out hunting in Alaska or whatever and it's just you at just the compound just you and 14 of your tightest bros you want to watch a hangout movie mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but again this movie is even better than a hangout movie because it's like it's not really a hangout movie it's it's much more sinister than that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's, definitely. It doesn't have your best interests in mind. It, uh, you know, there's great film. Kids dying. Left constantly. and right, left and right, from the most neglectful counselors uh, in uh, in a timeline that doesn't make any sense at all. Beautiful. Brilliant. I don't know it's how brilliant. they pitch this movie. I, I would love to go to like a pitch meeting where they were like this movie. Like how how did they explain themselves? Yeah, I would like to know. <laughs> Hey, well, I can't explain I'm, I'm getting all the series in the movie confused. Is John H. Benjamin or H. John? I don't. John Benjamin Archer. Archer's yeah. Bob in Bob Belcher. Yeah. Does he speak in the film as the can of vegetables, or is that yes. only revealed? Okay, because that's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, and then he becomes a major character in the prequel and sequel. Yes. Right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the can of vegetables. Yes. He's great. Yeah, he's another person in this movie who's terrific and. Uh, Became, what became a, like, more a famous. list cast. I know. Right. Retro, like retroactively, like the best cast in the world. world. <laughs> All right. Well, I gave my review. My you're, you're gonna stick spiteful. with that. Oh, you're guys. With five out of spite yeah. And anger Why are you spite? Why? Hey, what did we do? Um, because oh, is this because of? This is because of Final Girls. Oh. Oh my Honestly, God. I, when I Harrison, Harrison was like. I'll give it a six out of six, and then he was wheedled down 
by people I thought were my friends, <laughs> no, we Megan don't. and Michael. No, honestly, I probably sh- I should have given it a six. I've been uh, no, it's, it's been two, two weeks no, it's of lamenting. Sorry about my Damn. honesty, Michael. It, <laughs> we have no room for honesty on this podcast <laughs> or on this commune. Apparently, honesty. it's been two weeks. It's been one week, and I've just been like resent. <laughs> I've just been harboring this <laughs> resentment. For so has Michael. Weeks. He wishes that he would have given it a six. I think I should have given it a six. But I you can't go back. At the time, I think. So think about that, Kayla. You can't go back. That's, I know that's why I had to take my revenge out on this poor film. I think at the time, <laughs> linear. I was like, "Is Final Girl is a perfect movie?" And yes, it is. So I should have given it a six. Well, so in that okay, spirit, Kayla. So there you go. So now you can spirit. give this film. No, a six. it's too late. Five out of six. Yeah, it's too late. I'm gonna give this a six out of six, so I don't have regrets. What if later you're like? Mm. Impossible. Man, <laughs> this movie just gets better and better. That one movie that brings me so much joy. Why did I give it a five out of six? You know, and again, Final Girls should have given a six. I think camp movies, that's like my favorite. <laughs> camp movie. movies all get a six that's out of six. <laughs> Automatic six out of six. Actually. What? Friday the 13th, one through 12. <laughs> six out of six each time. Mm. Um, you know. Wow. Really? Okay. Yeah, all of them. Even the one in New York. Wow. <laughs> There's a, a, a dark rolls in. Yeah, your rating system's a little well, skewed. Let me tell you actually about that real quick. They're not really at camp at all in that movie, so I don't know. Not Which sure. movie? Jason Takes Manhattan. <laughs> Might not get a six because they're never at camp. How does that? How does that? How does that isolated lake Zero. lead to the ocean? This is yeah. This is a really good question. <laughs> they go from Crystal Lake to uh, the Statue of Liberty somehow. And, but they're never at camp in that movie, which is a huge mistake. Because, man, camp movies, easy. Six. Slam dunk. Every camp time. movies. All right. Give me, give me the camp movie. The so, Harrison, <laughs> what is your rating? Six out of six. All day long. All every day, day. Every day. All night. Megan? I'm going to be real honest. Oh. I don't feel qualified to give it a rating. Yeah. Considering I was pee drunk. And I think yeah. I need to watch it again. Right. Granted. All right. So we enough. have a, a five, a six, a six, and an abstain. Uh, mm-hmm. Yes. That's no, great film. It's perfect. Nay, nay, a perfect film. Oh. This is a perfect. Yeah, if you're inside, film. like sometimes in Alaska, not right now, but sometimes there is no sunlight. Yes. That's yeah, that's the winter. Yes. Uh huh. And yeah. so during that time, this would be a great movie to watch. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 Wish mm-hmm. that you were in Maine. Uh yeah. yeah. Or New Jersey. <laughs> or anywhere other than godforsaken right. wolf meat Juno. Or Camp Crystal Lake. <laughs> Do people eat wolves? I don't know. <laughs> Probably. I think if they were desperate enough. Meat eaters be like. Meat eaters be like. You know, uh, Jason Barton is not a camp. Okay. This is. <laughs> we gotta wrap anyway. this up, Harrison. Well, you know how I feel American about it? Summer. Here it comes. Healing in the fire, taking it higher and higher. Six out of six, everyone says, six out of six out of six.